0: Ooh, I found it. Hello and welcome. Chris, what'd you find? Wait, did I find it? Dang it. Chris just discovered something on camera. Live. What? Give
1: <laughs> me a hint. Don't tease me.
0: You know I'm <laughs> sensitive. Oh,
1: I was, I was talking about the the second half of my um, The Last Airbender Facebook review, just in my Facebook status.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you found it, and I'm excited for you to be able to share that with people. Uh, It is quite amusing, in my opinion. I'm looking forward to the second half. I haven't gotten to see part two. It's kind of fresh for me right now, so that's exciting. Chris, welcome to Avatar The Last Podcasters. You know, I don't know why I'm welcoming you, but you're always welcome here, as are you listeners and or watchers. We appreciate you being here today. We're going to talk about there's a couple of things I'll refer to as like a smattering of light news, and we kind of needed an excuse for a light episode. So we are gonna react to and summarize our feelings for some recent Avatar news, and yeah. But before we get to that, Chris, how was your how was your week? How was your
1: how I'm are you fine. the cold? Just, just watch the "I'm a Boss video by Andy Sandberg and that's how my week was.
0: Did you sing the song too, or are you just like like internal inner monologue? I,
1: you know what I realized? The big part of being a, a boss—that's oh gosh, that sounded very being a manager. That sounded, that sounded so stuck up. I have one employee under me right now. It sort of sounded more uh, like
0: you're about to launch into like a mediocre comedy bit.
1: Yeah, you know, think about being a boss. Yeah, but I take time out of my day to go say hi to people, <laughs> like. I'm like, all right, because my, my schedule is, I come in, I go straight to the cafeteria, I get something to eat, I take it to my desk, I eat it, and then I, if if I have a meeting, if, once I'm done with that, then I'm like, all right, it's 9 o'clock, it's 9.30, let me go around and say hi to everybody. Chris Ford, um, you know, not that long ago, wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Especially Chris Ford and Payless, wasn't like, all right, I gotta go say hi to everybody. And But now I was like, right, let me go check in with everybody, how you talk to them and stuff for a little bit. I have gotten so much better at small talk since, uh, especially being an introvert. It's probably one of my greatest accomplishments as an introvert, is that I'm much better at small talk.
0: You, but, you're an inspiration to us all.
1: <laughs> oh, no, Sean, you're not you. You're not an introvert in that case, I feel like. No. I feel like you are very, I wouldn't say very talkative, but you're a... I enjoy I enjoy chatting. Like I don't know if I ever are you just one of those people who likes splendor, or a little bit of both and' ambies,
0: uh no, ambies? I think uh well gosh, maybe I am one of those I not think of. I'm not an introvert in my unwillingness to spend time and discuss and chat and do stuff with people. I just happen to like home a lot, right I don't have to be doing mm. stuff to be to be happy, but if I can do it like I said uh, in- interacting with people. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't think I'm too much of an introvert. I just do I enjoy sitting in my
1: basement. Oh, me very much introvert. Love it. Love being by myself. Love just recharging. And uh yeah.
0: This basement is but, the, this room yeah. is the, it's the stupidest room in the house and yet I just I'm uh, pretty comfy here. I don't have to find I don't have to work hard to find ways to entertain myself. <laughs> but uh that being said, Chris, let's talk about uh let's talk about some again, it's not that it's not news, just kinda soft news. Let's talk about some soft news this week.
1: Slow jam the news.
0: Slow jam the news. <laughs> if I knew how to slow jam, I would try my best.
1: Oh man, I started the last episode with genuine. And then we actually oh, pulled it. It was a great,
0: great... callback
1: and everything. This you Can't even do it naturally anymore.
0: When we have these issues and we have to re-record, it makes me think of uh, the, the Tenacious D tribute song. Like, you just, you gotta believe us. It. So it was really funny. It made sense. You know, you just <laughs> had to be there. It was good. Anyway, we talked about Chris's love of Genuine and a song of which I can't remember the name because I'm not familiar with the song off the top of my head. Oh. So anxious. So anxious, which is inappropriate for a child. But listen, music evokes feelings outside of lyrics, and everybody absorbs art differently. Uh, Chris, that's me trying really hard to segue into this conversation about movie posters, not movie posters, posters, that you and I probably already overanalyzed once, but I enjoyed it, and I thought it was very thoughtful.
1: Uh... Yes, movie posters. Let's get back to that. Um, they recently released four new posters of kind of the four main members. Uh, we'll talk about the first one that drew my attention, which was of Katara. Uh, I mentioned before that I think this, the casting... Uh, uh, now it's not going to feel genuine as ah. well. genuine. <laughs> uh, <what> <laughs> I'm about to say exactly what I was, anyway. um, the I'm about to go through a little rant that I went through last time. The casting of Katara in the show is my favorite casting of the main cast, uh, you know. But the best casting is Dan Day Kim as Fire Lord Ozai, and uh, whoever thought of that first ever uh, is a genius. You know, whoever put that on like their YouTube channel, uh, the Objective Geek put it actually in the video that they should hire cast Dan Day Kim. Probably a, a great, great, beautiful mind type person. Well not beautiful mind. But that person was was that was he autistic?
0: Um he not, had hallucinations. Not. I don't know if it's autism. He had various oh, yeah, yeah, hallucinations.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he was he was uh schizophrenic.
0: Thank you. Couldn't think of the name of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um this well and yeah, then he so went into a long diatribe
0: about how like if you listen to something on NPR radio and they always introduce it with this nice soft voice and so how in yes. 20 ah, or man, 30 that years all of that, that was good stuff good. there so you brought up oh, yeah. uh, you brought up like hip hop <laughs> and in my head I was thinking of yeah,
1: like so, the oh reason, reason why that started is that when the episode started sometimes I'm just in my own world singing a song I was singing so anxious and then Sean, of course, didn't know what it was, but I was just saying. Mm-hmm. And then you came in with a very NPR type of style, of like, and there is Chris Ford with his—I believe I said—the cool
0: stylings of Chris Ford.
1: Yeah, cool stylings, of Chris Ford. And then I talked about there's this lady on Instagram who who does like if NPR was in the like 2099, and also she said like in the, it's like post-apocalyptic for some reason.
0: Just you know, it's like a. Like, Improv comedy, she needed one more thing, you know.
1: Yeah. as though like it was like the song would play out, It'd be like Move bitch, get out the way, get out the way, get out and she's like, and that was Move Bitch by the rapper known as Ludacris. And the song was about if there is a bitch in your way, you simply tell them to move. Or you will throw them bows. a uh, accompany Ludacris was uh, the rapper Mystical and I twenty. Um, and <laughs> it's just it was very much in that NPR style. Of like all right, in twenty ninety nine, so this is how they'll be playing their songs.
0: I hope I hope that's how we take in art. I pray that's how we take in art in twenty ninety nine. Yeah. Chris, I love the guitar poster. I like the casting. I think it is <laughs> my, I think it is my favorite poster and i am going to distinguish favorite from best in this case i think it was my favorite poster i really i really like how the water looks water's hard to get right on stuff i like how the water looks i think she could maybe be a hair more fierce but you brought this up last time and i hadn't thought of it yet but it makes a lot of sense to me this is the the pose that it makes sense to me to see katara in and then I love the sun in the background kind of shining through the water left to right. It makes me kind of look at the poster from from left yeah. to right. And it's uh, it's very attractive. I think it's my favorite of the four.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I also point out that for some reason this is like our best look at her hair loopies. And you can like see the intimate details of her braids, which, you know, I just think that's cool. Um, hair loopies are like an actual thing that I think some uh, Inuit cultures actually do do. That's not just something... Mike and Brian just came up with. Yeah, no, I believe we'll uh, see so. her uh, her grand grand's uh, necklace. It looks pretty pretty good too. I think this this costume is a great mixture of details where it's needed and, um, and where it's uh, where it's not needed, and she looks really good. Agreed. I I would say that I I love this poster, but this is only my second favorite poster. Not not think it's the second best poster.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Chris, last time I think we jumped from a good one to a bad one. Would you like to replicate Yes, that
1: that's one up. soccer Just this, this one, it's not a good composition. It's not a good stance. It's just also his head looks like they increased it by about 15%. Um, we but
0: we liked the simplicity of the outfit. We liked the backdrop. Uh, some of the leather feels maybe a hair overdone, or maybe yeah, not I like terribly
1: boots, I didn't talk about that last time. I yeah. actually like the boots.
0: I like the boots. I don't know if I like all of his gauntlets and mid straps and things no i don't I
1: don't like the gauntlets or the mid his thing. his cummerbund. Thing is, the boots are a little bit more the boots are a little more simplistic. It's mm-hmm. like all right, we got I see the buttons that go on there but that's how it feels
0: kind of handmade in in a way that I would yeah. want to see uh but I, also, I think the
1: gauntlets just lose it.
0: I, I think they could have just gone without a Sokka image, probably, and been just fine. And no. I know it's a, I know it's a small thing, but it bothers me when it says, Master your element, and it's Sokka. It's almost like they're teasing him. I know somebody's going to say something really deep about like him mastering I'll his element you. is not having an element or something. I get it. It's fine. Minor nitpick. Um, also, yeah, his head looks pretty pretty big for some reason. Yeah. Oh, well.
1: All right. Uh, Yeah, I'm just okay on it. It's actually... It's it's just whatever. Next up... We'll end on a high note. So, next up is... Not that this isn't like a... Next up is is Megamind. Uh, It's Megamind.
0: It is Megamind.
1: (laughs) And no... I want to say... The... I forgot his name. Yeah, I think. Anyway. uh, All the images, all the, like, actual... Real life still images in motion stuff. His head doesn't look this big. Nope. But for not some less. reason, from about the eyebrows up, it looks like they increased it
0: to accentuate so the arrow or or something. Uh, it just it looks it looks shoddy, right? Like it looks not professional or like a fake. Like if somebody is putting out fake pictures that they put together in Photoshop. It gives me that vibe. Also, the yeah. I do I do like his outfit. I think his outfit looks pretty well constructed. Uh, we've discussed before. Yeah. We liked the actor choice. Not the most interesting background, especially for a kid who you know. I don't know. He's he's an airbender. He could be almost anywhere. Um, not the most interesting backdrop, but that's a minor. That's me being very nitpicky. Staff yep. doesn't look like much. I can't really glean much from the. Oh, staff. I did see.
1: A, I did see an image um, a couple weeks ago, uh, and it showed like the a little bit more detail on the staff. And It looks pretty cool because it has like the symbol for the for the air air nomads mm-hmm. on it and stuff. Oh, Sean, you know what we didn't talk about that I shared on, uh, on I think on our Facebook page, but anyway. Uh, I believe we got our first look at Avatar Yang Chen. And, I don't know. One thing, I just love Yang Chen, and so this just looks like Yang Chen. I don't, I can't. Well, I guess I could send it to you, somehow. Uh, anyway, we can go on to the next image while I'll send this to you.
0: And the last image, yeah, which we were both very fond of, and that is Zuko.
1: <clears throat> it uh yes.
0: It's it's yes, I'm immediately gonna... eye-catching in the best possible way. Right, you're seeing a, a villainous looking character, but he's a young guy, but he's clearly looking villainous. Uh if you know Avatar, it's very eye-catching. If you don't know Avatar, it's I feel like it would pique some amount of curiosity if you came across it. <clears throat> Good outfit. We like the we at least so, so far, have enjoyed what we've seen of the actor in pictures. It's a yep. It's great. It's just a great image, great looking picture.
1: Yeah, this is a a really great image here. Uh, this is definitely the best one from from this bunch. Uh, this is probably the most like intimidating Zuko has looked in in anything, and like not even the intimidating way of like. He's angry, but like, oh, he looks like he could cause... He looks like a fearsome like foe. of course. Yeah, yes, fearsome foe. Um, it also helps that, I think this is very indicative of the character in season one of Zuko. That's like he's willing to burn down thing, anything to reach his goal of capturing the Avatar and, and regaining his honor. Um, really great image. And I also got into just the, the composition of it. I think it's a great composition. You know, things are very... Triangular. Your eyes are following things in a kind of triangular. Your manner. eyes want to move
0: um, places; they don't get stuck. Yeah, it is. It, like, and we just we we talked about it being a like a movie poster outside of a theater. This one would uh, this one would make me stop and look. It looks like yes. that type of thing I would be that would pique my curiosity and make me wonder what it was
1: if I didn't already know. Yeah, definitely these these posters are better than the M Night Shyamalan movie
0: posters. Uh those M Night Shyamalan ones we we liked the back to back one best of that group mm-hmm. but it still lacks like the pop. It lacks yeah. the the sort of major attention grabbiness of this one in particular.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like yeah, this is a really good image of Zuko. It really is. Um, um and even the Aang one, like if, if say if they like superimpose Aang and Zuko somehow on the same image, I think it will still make for a ooh, what it could do is never mind. <laughs> like have like have Aang his back, like say you have this image of Zuko, right? And then you have Aang his back-to-back to him, right? But then there's fire in the background. And then you switch that over where you see Aang's face. And you see Zuko puts back to him. And then you see whatever is in Aang's background. So you probably see, like, the air and stuff. So, I don't know. So,
0: like, Pokemon red and blue, but of movie posters? Sure. No, I, I think that's awesome. Uh, especially after you saw the second poster. You'd have to kind of catch 22 or not. I, I keep saying that, and that doesn't mean what I think it means. Like that double take, like this is familiar but it's not, and then hopefully that would make your brain work and be like, oh, that other one from over there, that seems interesting. Chris, I'd stare at that poster, but you no, know, these are good, good looking images overall. No major qualms, just nitpicks, really. But continued positive things, in my opinion, from the Netflix series.
1: Yeah, yeah. Continue positive things. Uh, speaking of with series, Albert Kim had a recent interview in an actual magazine. Like, who does that? Um, he talked about the show a little bit. Talked about how they'll be touching on things that they didn't touch on in the show in the animated show. And they'll show them like the Airbender genocide. Um, also, they said that Zula will be more prominent in the first season than she was. Like, there'll be actual story points with her in the first season. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops.
0: I think it'll be great to have her, and I wonder if it'll affect how we feel about her and Zuko's relationship in the early going. If they'll have interactions, or if it'll still be a separated. I'm gonna guess it's still gonna be a separated thing, so that we don't have to come into that conflict of feeling bad for Zuko too early. I think they'll still yeah, be that's a good point. But right, because we don't want to yeah. start sympathizing with him too soon, do we? We want he needs to be our. Immediate big bad, yeah. Our, our stage boss, yeah. But that's good. Uh, the what else? What? what are we missing before the interview itself? Before the break interview?
1: Um. Uh, oh, we went over my Facebook feelings. Mm. Uh, thirteen. If Years you care to
0: share, I found them very
1: engaging. <laughs> Somewhat embarrassed, so because oh, because we were we were looking at the images of of the uh, M Night Shyamalan posters, and I'm I just flashed back to just I was so hyped for this movie, like so so hyped, and I was in denial after it came out, shortly after it came out. So you know, my review is how I felt coming out of the movie actually let me read a couple different things a couple different posts um um, on Facebook that I had that uh leading even leading up to the movie uh so (laughs) on January 28 2010 I wrote the movie Avatar was good but it is predictable and overrated it also took the title from Avatar The Last Airbender so I was talking about the uh I was talking about the the uh the Blue People movie, Avatar. Um then on <laughs> then on let's see, June thirteenth I wrote Wait, what what the heck does that have to do with anything? Wait, what, you couldn't watch it with your American friends? Does that have to do with anything? That's so weird. Oh, anyway. On June 24th, I wrote The real Avatar movie, The Last Airbender, comes out in a week. Is it sad that I'm a 22 year old college graduate who can't wait for a movie to come out that's based off a cartoon? Maybe. Man, I was. uh... That was like. I think that was a point in time where I wasn't like. uh... I wasn't uh, fully into accepting. Or I wasn't fully into showing my love of cartoons. But anyway. I think. Uh, when we read it the first time, I oh, I, I it... am. Oh, those are th- those are lead ups. I'm now reading lead ups into into it. That was from I haven't gotten to the actual post yet. Uh, then cause I, I posted a few things on Facebook like leading up to it, so I just put in, in reference outside of was about the movie. Um, July twenty first. Okay, so the last Airbender. Sung so to my friend Larry Flurry. Um, oh, this was the next post. Okay, sorry, Sean. Now I am saying, okay, here is my review of of uh, of the Last Airbender. This is my overall review. The movie was okay. I felt that I loved everything about the movie except the movie, uh, which is a big deal. That's in parentheses. <laughs> I loved the cast. That was strange for me to say. That's. Me hugely being in denial. Um, Sean, are you on mute? Nope. I hope not. Okay. Let me do you a mic check. We do now. a volume
0: check. Mm-hmm. I put myself on um, mute because my wife keeps sneaking yeah. in and out of here to grab stuff. <laughs> no, you're flying there. I'm afraid. Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: That but nope. I felt that I loved everything about the movie except the movie, which mm-hmm. is a big deal going see. <laughs> I love the cast except Saga. I felt he was too old to be best friends with Aang. I like the look of it all, which that's fairly accurate. I still like a lot of the looks of, of the movie. That was I, one um, of the
0: few nice things we conjured
1: up to say. Yeah. Then I said, and I like the music, which I also said, you know, Jason Howard did the music for it. He also did the music for Batman Begins. Um, and I think I still enjoy watching the trailers more than the movie. That is not a good indictment on the movie. If you enjoy watching the trailers more than the movie itself, doesn't say a lot of good about the movie. Then I'm gonna rephrase out the second uh, then I said my inside joke. Ma is inside joke from Scrubs where the janitor was talking to JD and they were talking, and he was like, you know, I was talking to my knight the other day, and uh, you know, he's my best friend. And then JD was like, I think it's pronounced M. Night Shyamalan. He was like, No, he pronounces it muh. That's how you pronounce it. It's muh. Mm-night And we were bowling, and I said Hey, Ma, you know you got two problems here. Uh, first is that seven ten split you got going over there. <laughs> you just the both. The second is trying to write a movie without some twist ending at the end. Oh,
0: uh, but fun, fun, full circle tie here, right? Scrubs yeah. has the actress that then plays the FBI agent that confiscates the DVD from Abed.
1: Ooh, yeah. That's, you taught me that, Chris. Uh, for some reason, I was cracking up telling this story in the last one. <laughs> wow. No, it's
0: adorable. Anyway,
1: also in the uh, last one though, listen, I was too
0: busy being emotional because you referred to me as your other white best friend, and I'm not going to add any context <laughs> to that for people. I'm going to let them interpret what <laughs> what what he means with that combination of words. I'm not going to give any context. I just have to guess which way he meant it. I think I said you were my updated. No, I didn't say that. No, just... you said Larry F- Flurry or however he says last name.
1: Yeah, my college roommate.
0: My he was my other white best friend. Yeah, bef- you did say. Well, I was gonna, I wasn't going to tell the audience. You did say before Sean, which implies a linear, rather than that you only have two white friends currently.
1: <laughs>
0: Listen, you live in Kansas. You need if you don't have more than two white friends. I don't know.
1: I don't. have other white friends. It's just. As friends.
0: Uh listen, I was all emotional so I was trying to hold together and I lost track of what you're talking about forever. <laughs> Several <laughs> anyway, seconds. Anyway.
1: I go on to say uh my did a terrible job at writing. There was no relationships built between any of the characters. I felt that none of them were friends, just co workers. Uh the pace is pretty quick, even though not much was happening. I felt that my focused too much on the Northern Water tribe and not enough on the journey getting there. Keep going with this Manite thing. I, I'm <clears throat> constant with it. There were a lot of cheesy parts with Sokka. The acting was bad, but I blame bad acting on the director. I did like Iroh. He was a gangster. I liked that he stuck to the story fairly well. Little changes, but nothing big. Continued in Nets Post. And that Nets Post was. The Previously Missing July Link. Okay, so I wrote, okay, so this airbender wasn't that good. This this is me, like, ten days apart, apparently. That's, okay. You had some the time to airbender sit and think about good. what you had said. Yeah. I started off with, it It was okay, it wasn't that good. Okay, so the last airbender wasn't that good. But just as Zuko says in episode 315, The Boiling Rock Part 2, there is a silver sandwich. There will be a new series titled Avatar The Legend of Korra that comes out in 2011. Hopefully, that will get your mind away from the movie. Man, look okay. at me looking forward to Legend of Korra. Okay. That was a silver Sandwich. Listen, I do love Legend of Korra. It's not like one of those things that.
0: I think that the way that we absorb art, that everybody absorbs art, is different. And I know that I am one that my opinion today will change in 10 days. I think it's perfectly acceptable. To ten days later, be like, you know what? Now I've had some time to breathe. I'm just gonna look forward to Cora instead. Yeah, I think that is valid and acceptable.
1: Uh oh well uh oh yeah. So then thanks to for wrap nothing, Monite. Yeah, Manite <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? I'll um, take.
0: I didn't even like the Sixth Sense that much. Like. I love The Sit-Sense. It's, it's good. I anything where the, love, anything the joy movie. is not completely gone, but a lot of the joy is derived from a fir- first watch and not
1: subsequent watches. Like I love watching it subsequently, but I can understand. it's It is probably the biggest twist mm. in movie history. To
0: that point, yeah. After that, I want I would want time to think about it since
1: then. You, you know, you know what? I, have you have you seen Sean? I am sure I've told you about this. Um, Crazy, stupid love.
0: Um, I haven't seen it, but this is one that you've referenced before, yeah. I love Crazy Stupid
1: Love. Did I tell you about the twist in it? You did not. I think uh, this is one what, of those times you where it. you refused
0: to spoil huh? it because you said I just need to go watch it, which is completely fair. Yeah, yeah, I
1: well, am sure I yeah, like yeah. it. I am okay what's with a rom com sometimes. Okay, I love it. It's it's my top ten movies of all time. Crazy Stupid Love or The Sixth Sense? Like crazy Stupid Love. You know what? The Sixth Sense. No, I wouldn't make the top ten, but it's great mm-hmm. nonetheless. Anyway,
0: Chris, let's talk. A, let's talk a break interview on the on the podcast.
1: Yes, yeah, Braving Elements break interview. Uh, break talked about Chee fields. He was talking about. Um, how they were developing blood bending with Amon, and how like blood bending isn't you might think of it as like you're bending the water instead of an object. And I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like it's not like there's like a balloon, and there's water, and then you're bending the water in the balloon. No, a person has a chi field that you have to penetrate to bend the water in their body. Um uh, and so it was just an interesting concept, like you know, this is probably the, one of the biggest revelations we've had regarding the power system in Avatar in years. Um, and it's something that I've kind of always gathered, but it was never, or that's something I always assumed, but it was never kind of confirmed. It was before it was we'll just have... had
0: canon. Now it's kind of closer to canon. Canon, yeah,
1: it's closer to canon. Not yeah, it's not canon canon yet, but it's the closest you'll get to canon without it being like you know. I... I tend to defer to, you know,
0: if a creator tells me to believe something like, even if it's not true, like why why would you disbelieve the creator? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. As long as it doesn't contradict anything that's like written in the stone. Like you can't be like, Oh, Cora really only learned two elements. I'm like, well, no, the show. So she learned three to start off. Yeah.
0: Not right. Not, not creators just trying to do things to like drum up or, Stir the pot or whatever, which I never get that from Brian and Mike. Like, they give me no reason to distrust what they say. It's yeah. it's canon to me. It's yeah. the one step short of canon where it's not literally on paper somewhere, as far as we know.
1: Yeah. But this does, I think, explain a lot of things. Like how can uh as, funny as the avatar state and sometimes why it overpowers things. Like Aang <laughs> Needed the avatar state to break the cone's blood bending, and so like you think about it, like all right, Aang by himself doesn't have enough chi to prevent the cone from blood bending the chi, the, the chi within him. Um, he, uh he, he had he had to use the avatar state, and so like thinking about the avatar, the avatar says chi comes from Rava, um. Like once you enter the Avatar State, you now have access to that vast, almost limitless amount of chi. So then that overrides the blood bending of, of Amon. Not Amon, of Yikone. But Cora, you know, she didn't need the Avatar State to break Amon's bloodbending, who is a stronger bender than his father. Uh and that's all I will say on that, Sean. No ifs, ands or buts about it. Cora's stronger than uh than than Aang. It. <laughs> yeah
0: it at least merits discussion of if there's any impact had by Korra being a, uh, water being her primary element. There's not a good count, but, you know, here's a, what if, like, if the Earth Queen, if Zahir tried to Earth Queen somebody else, right? Like, if he tried, oh, to, if he tried he, to Earth Queen he Korra and um, Aang, guess,
1: um, no, would, the, would
0: Aang maybe, be able to resist maybe. that better than Korra? Just by a comfortability level with this native element. Does she vary by the element? I feel like there's too many unknowns out there in the world for me to to agree
1: with you. You know what I hate that I am, you know, a very genuine honest person, and this happened in the last episode too. That I would give you some things to support your argument. Uh one of which is that Cora is a healer and part of Part of uh, at least part of mom's ability to take away bending involves healing and the chi paths and people and things like that, closing certain paths off and whatnot. And Cora has some experience with with that, so they might lend some credence to that. I, uh, the I other don't thing think it's fair to up, say
0: that, like I do or don't believe it, I just feel like that's it's yeah. at least a considerable yeah, uh,
1: facet. Yeah. Another thing that I didn't mention in our previous recording. <clears throat> make sure that. Things I keep recording. Um, is just is okay. that you mentioned Zahir uh, suffocating people, and he did do that to Korra. He was able to do it to Korra. Granted, Korra was suffering from poison, and uh, so, so maybe that's not really even relevant because it's such like she was. She was just in a huge battle while in the Avatar State, suffering from poison. I don't even think Aang would be able to do that, but I think you might be possibly right that that like a powerful bender in Aang uh, specifically airbending wouldn't be able to be uh, suffocated like that because he would be bending the air within that person. He was essentially taking the air out of the lungs of the, uh, the Earth Queen, and so that that would be the essentially the same as blood mending.
0: If you it, again, so, I don't know for sure, but I just feel like if you asked me in a nutshell, like, "Hey, so here is gonna Earth Queen Cora oh, and Aang oh. in a in a vacuum. You know, who's more likely to 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 escape that with to escape it defensively? I guess I don't know how to word that to evade his his onslaught. I'd be like, ah, right, you know, Aang would just make more sense at face value, but that is without further yeah. further valid data points.
1: Yeah, true. Uh although Katara was able to so Katara probably has more Chi than, than Hama does. She was able to withstand Ripple Binning Grant. Hama was a very old that, lady. Yeah, that
0: I do believe also in like a yeah. s- spiritualism and fiery passion sense. I feel like Katara. Yeah. You know, those are things that if yeah. she understands how to channel
1: Uh, So, yeah, so maybe they, you know, talk about cheese fields, which I think is uh interesting. Um other kind of random things they mentioned that found interesting. Uh, they talked about. Um, uh, one second. Holy crap! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Did you hear that? That was my stomach growling. No, I didn't. Not maybe you didn't hear I that heard one earlier. Oh boy! Whew. That was. Time that was ice a cream. longer one. Um, it is time for... Oh, I was today. Um, oh, they talked about uh, revealing Ozai's face. Uh, they're And, funny, because they were like, yeah, it didn't really hit the way we wanted it to hit. <laughs> like, I forget how they kind of wanted it to be, um, but I liked how they revealed Ozai's face, because it, yeah, it was very much giving like... not
0: much of a second thought. Like, it a big, bad reveal. It was good. I...
1: Yeah. Well, I like that they, that, you know, when you when you see Ozai for the first time, it's like, oh, this is a normal... Like, when you're envisioning the Fire Lord throughout the first few seasons, always a shadowy figure, he just sounds evil, um, and then the first time you see him, he just looks like a normal, like, even handsome uh, man with a fairly soft voice. Um, because, you know, he's just playing it that way in, in the Thing. It's interesting by the end of it though, by the end of the series after Aang defeats him, he's way dis- more disheveled and way more. Way, what do you say, monstrous? He's just way more disheveled. Yeah, way more disheveled.
0: I, uh, uh, at least I've never given yeah. a second thought, but maybe that's part of the myth is that it's not really that specific reveal, is not something that sticks with me. Uh, that could be part oh, of Oh, it, it sticks to the me.
1: Like, I, I remember seeing it for the first time and thought, oh my gosh that's how he looks like we've been and it's so weird that he just looks you know fairly really normal
0: i think it was nice uh as a younger person to have a bad guy that didn't look so blatantly bad or that didn't equate like like he wasn't like villainously ugly i don't know how to describe that but if without the yeah. context of knowing that fire is bad you just look at that guy and be like, yeah it's just a ripped dad right there Chris, what else did they, what else did they cover? What other?
1: Oh man, I wouldn't say they covered more stuff. There was something they said. Uh, I wish I could remember. But then at that point in time, I didn't think we'll record a podcast about it. Also, oh, so it's down. pretty
0: early in the morning. So even if you remembered it yesterday, it is now it is today.
1: One point central time. Uh time. But yeah, I think that's it.
0: Um, excellent. We thanks for bearing with us next week. Next week, we're going to have on our guest and we're going to talk about avatar as an enemy. So I'm really looking forward to that, Chris, that should be a fun time. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, come back for that. If you're in the parts of the Midwest where the weather's horrible or anywhere where the weather's horrible, hope you're staying warm and safe. Cause I hate Wait. it. You hear me, Sean? Just barely. You got a lot quieter.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, my uh, headphones <laughs> die
0: You're, on me. Even your headphones uh, are trying to go to bed now.
1: I know, right?
0: But uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, thank you for watching, listening. Any amount... You hear me now. Any amount of
1: thumbs got, up. What's that, Chris? I got two new pops today. And I'm very excited for them. They look really clean. Um, mm-hmm. Let me talk about this. Was, I'm about to open it. This is the Opera Armor Pop really
0: yeah you first of all that's a great anime that's a great anime episode teaser right there it's fantastic second of all i just want you to know you're way more muffled i don't know if your headphones are working or not
1: they're not as good as the other headphones i don't think okay and then i got the Momo. those nightmares and daydreams
0: yeah chris that's a Uh, great uh, teaser into next week's episode that's beautiful. What a weird, funny episode. <laughs> that in and of itself doesn't exactly resemble anime. It just references it. Don't don't confuse what we're saying. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. Mama One looks good, too. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, thanks, everybody, for yeah. watching and listening. We appreciate you. Any amount of positive, you know, likes, thumbs ups, comments, whatever you're willing to leave us, uh, we appreciate it. If you stand up for us against reviewers who we feel were incorrect in their assessments, uh, that makes us want to cry with tears of happiness. The <laughs> That's a little next week reference for you there. And my name's Sean. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter. And we've had volume on the entire time at work this time. Chris, that's great. We will. We'll see you next time.
1: I'm hungry. It's one twenty-three. Yep, time for yeah. that
0: midnight. Uh, time for that midnight snack. <laughs> My wife is still up quilting, man.